So I want you to picture this scene. The alarm goes off early in the morning, and the radio is there to greet you with upbeat music and perhaps the latest from uh, the news or something like that. Suena la alarma y ahí está la música en la radio o no, las noticias. So you sit down uh, to breakfast and uh, as you're uh, munching your cereal, you're scrolling, swiping through your smartphone, uh, looking at the weather forecast or perhaps uh, the latest scores from the world of sports. Al desayunar estás mirando tu teléfono, el pronóstico algo diferente. Then it's time to go to work. So off to work you go, and before you even leave the driveway, your ears are locked into some morning talk show where they're having a lot of fun. A lo mejor escuchas la radio en camino a la oficina. And then you're at work, and all day at work you're interacting with machines. You're interacting with computer screens, or perhaps uh, the you know, office copiers, the noise is all around, the phones are ringing, and, and maybe if you're uh, working outside, you've got heavy machinery going on, all kinds of activity going on. Hay mucha actividad en trabajo, mucho ruido de maquinaria. And then it's quitting time, time to go home. Es el tiempo de, de cesar de trabajar. So you get in your car, and you roll down the window and you crank up the music as you go racing down the street. The noise is just kind of trailing in your wake. You're so happy to be off of work. Bajas la ventanilla y sube la música en camino a tu casa. You rush into the house, you close the garage door, you go in, and oh, finally it's time to relax. Ya es tiempo de descansar. And so what do you do? You flip on the TV, of course. And you start looking at the TV, some mind-numbing show, as you're also scrolling through your Kindle, looking at movie options for the later on in the evening. Estás mirando tu aparato, algunas opciones de películas. And uh, that's the way it is. Now, there might be seven people in the room. Your whole family might be with you. Tu familia está contigo, but that doesn't matter. They're there, but they're not there, you see, because you are uh, in your own bubble. You're locked into your own little personal entertainment zone. Estás en tu propia zona de diversión. And often that's the way it is for the next few hours until, of course, it's time to go to bed where you finally lay down and listen to your favorite music as you go to sleep. Escuchas tu música favorita al dormirte. And that's life in our technologically saturated society. Well, at least that's often my life. That's what I've described to you a little bit. Eso es como mi vida en esta vida llena de tecnología. We are people, we are surrounded by noise. Estamos rodeados de ruido. And as we go through our days, we are constantly looking for the next oasis of comfort through some sort of distraction. Buscamos consuelo en las distracciones. We're, we're mesmerized uh, by the voices. We're hypnotized uh, by the music. We're entertained by information. Estamos hipnotizados por la música, la información. And we are dying in a spiritual desert. Estamos en un desierto moribundos. Because in spite of all the noise, we're cut off. Cut off from each other. Cut off from our own souls many times. And yes, 
cut off from God too. Estamos aislados unos de otros de nuestra propia alma y hasta de Dios mismo. Now, it's into that desert today that I believe the word of God has something to speak into our lives. And so I want to direct you now to our, our scripture reading for the morning. And it's found in the Old Testament, the first half of the Bible, in the prophet Isaiah. Vamos a mirar el profeta Isaías. Hoy la palabra de Dios tiene algo que decir a esta situación nuestra. Isaiah chapter 30. We're going to read verses 15 through 18, but I really want you to keep your Bibles open because we'll be looking at a couple of other scriptures before and after this. Uh, vamos a ver unos textos después, así que mantengan sus Biblias abiertas. There's page numbers up on the screen. If you're using those Bibles from the back, those will help you. Uh, la página indica donde está el texto en las Biblias de atrás. So I'm going to read first in English, then in Spanish. Leo primero en inglés, después en español. This is what the Sovereign Lord, the Holy One of Israel, says. In repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. But you would have none of it. You said, no, we will flee on horses. Therefore, you will flee. You said, we will ride off on swift horses. Therefore, your pursuers will be swift. A thousand will flee at the threat of one. At the threat of five, you will all flee away till you are left like a flagstaff on a mountaintop, like a banner on a hill. Yet the Lord longs to be gracious to you. He rises to show you compassion. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all who wait for him. Porque así dice el Señor Omnipotente, el Santo de Israel. En el arrepentimiento y la calma está su salvación. En la serenidad y la confianza está su fuerza. Pero ustedes no lo quieren reconocer. Se resisten y dicen, huiremos a caballo. Por eso así tendrán que huir. Dicen, cabalgaremos sobre caballos veloces, por eso veloces serán sus perseguidores. Ante la amenaza de uno solo, mil de ustedes saldrán huyendo. Ante la amenaza de cinco, irán todos ustedes hasta quedar abandonados como un mástil en la cima de una montaña, como una señal sobre una colina. Por eso el Señor los espera, para tenerles piedad. Por eso se levanta, para mostrarles compasión, porque el Señor es un Dios de justicia. Dichosos los que en él esperan. So the prophet Isaiah here is, is speaking a message here that I believe we need to receive and, and really amplify if we're going to make our way through the desert of this secular society in which we live. El profeta Isaías nos algo que tenemos que recibir y amplificar en esta sociedad secular. He's speaking 600 years before the coming of Jesus, 600 years before the coming of Christ. 600 años antes de Cristo, está hablando Isaías. And he's speaking in particular to the people of God in the nation of Judah. So this is in the southern kingdom, the kingdom of Judah. Está hablando al reino de Judá en el sur. The northern kingdom, the kingdom of Israel, is no longer. They have been destroyed. The, the Assyrian army from the north has come in and, and ransacked the northern kingdom. Los Asirios ya han atacado a los israelitas en el norte. Ya ese país no existe. That, that country doesn't even exist anymore. 
And the people of Judah in the south now are under increasing pressure. Están bajo mucha presión. Why? Because these same Assyrians now are knocking at the door. They are coming, sweeping down from the north, and they're threatening to invade the land, to surround the people, and to do away with them. Están amanezando los Asirios con invadir y rodearlos. And, and so they're under increased pressure, but they're also under increased temptation. Because the one route of escape is to the south. And the one place of escape for them would be to go to Egypt. El escape está en Egipto. But Egypt, you see, that's through the desert. And Egypt is the very place that had enslaved the people of Israel centuries before. Los egipcios habían esclavizado a los israelitas antes. And so neither option really looks promising at this point. You get my picture. It's not a good picture. So what are they going to do? ¿Qué van a hacer? What's in the middle of that situation then, if you can picture that, that the prophet Isaiah speaks this word from the Lord and God offers to them a third option. Dios les da una tercera opción. It's found in verse 15. This is what the Lord says. In repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. En arrepentimiento y la calma está su salvación. En la serenidad y la confianza está su fuerza. There's four words I want you to pay attention to. Cuatro palabras importantes. Repentance, rest, quietness, and trust. Arrepentimiento, calma, serenidad, confianza. Those four words are related. God is saying to the people... You need to repent and trust in me. Tienen que arrepentirse y confiar en mí, dice Dios. That's the, the, really the invitation of the gospel that we've been talking about all year here at Sunrise, that when Jesus came and proclaimed the gospel, what did he say? He said, the kingdom of God is near. Repent and believe. Repent and trust in the good news. Jesús dijo, arrepiéntanse y confíen en las buenas noticias. And so here God's saying the same thing. Repent. And believe, repent and trust in me. Arrepiéntase, confíen en mí. How? You repent by resting. You believe by being quiet. In repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. En el arrepentimiento y la calma está su salvación en la, en, en, uh, la, la serenidad y la confianza está su fuerza. So, repentance is connected to resting. And trusting is connected to being quiet. In other words, it's about learning how to stop and be still in the Lord's presence. Es parar y estar quietos en la presencia del Señor. But as Isaiah says at the end of verse 15, they would have none of it. No lo quieren reconocer. Why? What's the problem? ¿Cuál es el problema? Well, I think we get a clue if we just go back a few verses to verses 9 through 11. Just back up a little bit. Vamos a mirar versículo 9 a 11. And here Isaiah provides us with an analysis of what's going on. He says, here's the problem. These are rebellious people, deceitful children, children unwilling to listen to the Lord's instruction. Es un pueblo rebelde, son hijos engañosos, hijos que no quieren escuchar la enseñanza del Señor. 
They say to the seers, see no more visions. And to the prophets, give us no more visions of what is right. A los videntes les dicen, no tenga más visiones. A los profetas, no nos sigan profetizando la verdad. Tell us pleasant things. Prophesy illusions. Díganos cosas agradables. Profeticen ilusiones. In other words, the people are saying, don't tell us about God. Entertain us. Tickle our ears, tickle our fancy, make us happy, distract us. Que nos entretengan, que nos den diversión. Leave this way, get off this path, this religious path, and stop confronting us with the Holy One of Israel. Apartense del camino, retírense de esta senda y dejen de enfrentarnos con el Santo de Israel. The problem is that these people are no longer willing to slow down and listen to God's Word. No quieren estar quietos y escuchar la palabra de Dios. They become so accustomed to running the rat race, so accustomed to going through life in their ways, they are no longer willing to take the time to listen to the will and the ways of God. No quieren escuchar el camino y las palabras y las instrucciones del Señor. Reminds me when I, when I was a dad of young boys, and we'd go to the park with my boys, right? And the boys are playing in the park, or at their McDonald's Playland, or wherever you're at. And parents, you young parents, you know what I'm talking about here. It's time to go. Hey, guys, time to go. Time to go home. Ya es tiempo de ir a la casa, decía mis hijos cuando estaban en algún parque. And what do they do? They just keep playing. Oh, I didn't hear anything. I'm going to go on the slide. You know, they just they keep, they go faster, right? They go harder. I don't hear you. That's what the people of Israel are doing. No quieren reconocer. And as a result, verse 16, you said, no, we will flee on horses. We're going to go even faster. Therefore, you will flee, Isaiah says, but it won't be a good type of fleeing. Vamos a huir a caballo, así tendrán que huir. You said, we will ride off on swift horses. We're just going to get away from you, God. Oh, yes, but your pursuer is going to be faster. Van a poder huir, sí, vamos a huir, cabalgaremos sobre caballos veloces, por eso veloces serán sus perseguidores. In other words, Isaiah is saying here, you can run, but you can't hide. Pueden huir, pero no pueden esconderse. Why? Because the very thing that you are running from is the very thing that you're running to. You're running away from the Assyrians and you're running right into the Egyptians. You can't get away. Están huyendo de los Asirios a los Egipcios. You're going out of the frying pan and into the fire. You're in a spiritual desert. Están en un desierto espiritual. And what's the problem? ¿Cuál es el problema? A refusal. Not just forgetting, but a refusal to stop to listen and to follow the word of the Lord. Se niegan a pararse, estar quietos y seguir la palabra del Señor. See, the problem that the people of Judah faced is really the problem I was describing earlier. The problem of the struggle to be still is la lucha por estar quietos. That's the struggle we face every day as we go through our noisy lives. It's the struggle 
to rest in God's presence. It's the struggle to listen, to truly listen, and then to obey what God is telling us to do. It is hard because we're still running. We don't listen. Es la lucha por estar quietos en la presencia del Señor. And yet, here's the thing. If we're going to become different people, this is what's needed. We've said as a goal this year, we've set as a goal to become different, to make a difference. Queremos ser diferentes para hacer, marcar una diferencia. If we're going to become different, if something's going to change, we must have the courage to be still in the Lord's presence. Tenemos que tener la valentía por estar quietos en la presencia del Señor. Now I say courage. I say courage because if there's something that we seem to be afraid of in our day and age, it's silence. Se requiere valentía porque tenemos miedo de silencio. It's scary. I was reading an article uh, by a Christian author, Brian Croft, recently, and he said it is a common defense mechanism for us to use busyness and noise to cover up the pain in our lives. Usamos la bulla, la actividad para cubrir el dolor en nuestra vida. See, silence often uncovers the pain in us. And that's scary, isn't it? El silencio destapa el dolor. And this author went on to say that it's not just the pain in our lives. Silence also uncovers the voices, the negative voices that we hear around us speaking into our lives. La, el silencio también destapa las voces negativas. Where do those voices come from? The voices are sometimes from the negative people around us who criticize us, who judge us, who put us down. Hay voces negativas de la gente que, que nos critica. Sometimes the voice we hear is the enemy of our soul, sowing doubt and sowing fear. El enemigo de, de nuestra alma, el, el diablo, the, the devil is, is speaking negatively. Sometimes that voice we're trying to avoid is our own voice. Putting ourselves down, criticizing ourselves. A veces es nuestra propia voz. And, and so we try to drown out those voices by staying busy. Just keep running. Just keep going. Just keep doing your thing. Don't just keep it going. And of course, finally, he says, silence also is going to uncover the voice of the Lord. And that is scary, too, because sometimes, many times, we're not so sure we really want to know what God has to say. Tell us pleasant things, God. Prophesy illusions. Destapa la voz del Señor y a veces no queremos escuchar. And so what are we doing? What we're doing many times, the picture I have is of my boys at the playground, right? Hey, God's saying, hey, I'm over here. And we're like, la, 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 I'm going to go through life. Y no quiero escucharte, Dios. I don't want to listen. And what is God's attitude towards that? ¿Cuál es la actitud de Dios? Look at verse 18. Yet the Lord longs to be gracious to you. He rises to show you compassion. 
For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all who wait for him. Por eso el Señor los espera para tenerles piedad. Por eso se levanta para mostrarles compasión. Porque el Señor es un Dios de justicia. Dichosos los que en él esperan. He is waiting. He is still. He wants us to come and be with him. He rises to show us his presence, his compassion. Él quiere que estemos quietos en su presencia. He wants us to be still and to know that he is God. Now, being still is risky. El estar quieto es arriesgoso, but so is not being still. That's risky, too. Es arriesgoso no estar quietos. Because the longer we push back the pain, and the longer we avoid confronting those negative voices, and the longer we tune out God, the more lost and broken and messed up and hopeless we're going to become. Entre más intentamos eh, eh, evitar el dolor y las voces negativas y hasta la voz de Dios, tanto más perdidos, quebrantados vamos a estar. So what's the solution? ¿Cuál es la solución? Verse 15. In repentance and rest is your salvation. That's your deliverance. In quietness and trust is your strength. That's where you'll find the strength. En el arrepentimiento y la calma está su salvación. En la serenidad y la confianza está su fuerza. So you see, it's when we begin to resist the urge to run, to run to the noise. And instead we enter the, the struggle to be still that we begin to put ourselves in a position, a perfect position to hear the Lord speaking into our lives. That's when we have that chance to become different people. Es cuando resistimos la tendencia a huir a la bulla y nos estamos quietos en la presencia del Señor. Tenemos una posición por fin para poder escuchar su palabra y cambiar. That's where God can begin to get in and work those changes that are going to be for our, for our best, for our better. I want to invite you to look just a few verses after. In verses 20, 21, there's something here that, that caught my attention. Versículo 20, 21, después de la lectura. Just after the reading, verses 20, 21, it says this. Although the Lord gives you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction... What that's saying to me is there's no guarantee life is going to be pain-free. There's no guarantee you're never going to have the negative voices. There's no guarantee life's going to be an amusement park trip, okay? Uh, although the Lord gives you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, your teachers will be hidden no more. Aunque el Señor te dé pan de adversidad y agua de aflicción, aunque no hay garantías de una vida sin dolor, tu maestro no se esconderá más. Con tus propios ojos lo verás. Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way. Walk in it. Ya sea que te desvíes a la derecha o a la izquierda, tus oídos percibirán a tus espaldas una voz que te dirá, Este es el camino. Síguelo. What this seems to be saying is this. Yes, we will go through trials and problems. Yes, there will be the negative voices out there. Yes, there will be days which are difficult. But here's the promise. When we are still, God's got our back. 
Cuando estamos ya en estos problemas, Dios está en nuestra espalda. If we can be still in the Lord's presence, we begin to see that, that our teacher, our leader, is there. His, his presence is no longer invisible. Cuando estamos quietos, su presencia no es invisible. When we're still in the Lord's presence, his word is no longer inaudible. We can hear him speaking. Ya su palabra no es inaudible. In fact, he's saying to the people of Judah, you don't know which way to go. You're going to have a voice behind you. In the desert, there's going to be a voice that's going to say, this is the way out of the desert. This is the exodus that you need. Here's the road out. Walk in it. Ese es el camino de salida, será, dirá esa voz. Ese es el éxodo en el desierto espiritual. That's the promise for you and me in our spiritual desert. That silence is the road out. Because God is in that silence. And I believe that this is pointing to the voice that we most need of all, of all things. We need the voice of Jesus, our good shepherd. Es la voz del Señor Jesús, nuestro buen pastor. That's the voice behind us. That's the voice we, we have. He has our back. Jesús nos guarda la espalda. Why? Think about it. Think about what Jesus has done on the cross. He went through unspeakable pain. So that in our pain... We are not alone. He is with us. Whatever we've suffered, he suffered more. Él está con nosotros en nuestro dolor porque él sufrió un dolor incomprensible. Está con nosotros. Talk about negative voices. On the cross, the curses and the, 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 the taunts and the mockings rained down on him. Cayeron una lluvia de calumnias y burlas a Jesús en la cruz. And so when we have the negative voices in our lives, He's there. He's endured it. And he's overcome it. El padecido las voces negativas. Jesus died on the cross and he rose again from the dead. And he is the Lord who rises to show you compassion. Es el Señor que resucitó para mostrarte compasión. He is the, the Lord of justice. He's made us right with God. Blessed are all who wait for him in the silence. Dichosos los que esperan en él. This is good news, people. I love on Wednesday night, Martin did something uh, at Worship and Word. He had a mirror, and he stood about so, and he said, Repentance is not just looking in the mirror. Martin el miércoles tuvo, tenía un espejo y dijo, Arrepentimiento no es solo mirarse en el espejo. He said, Repentance means to turn around. And he turned towards the cross. Repentance is to understand and turn to the one who can heal us. El arrepentimiento es dar la vuelta al que nos puede sanar. And so in that sense, this is something I, I hadn't thought of before. Wednesday night we talked about this. Repentance is a gift. It's a gift to turn around and see who's got our back. Jesus es un regalo. Arrepentirnos. And so Jesus has promised by his death and resurrection, he promises to fill the gaps in our lives with his spirit, to 
fill the gaps with his presence, to be with us always. And we can only recognize that when we give him the time. He longs for us to wait upon him. Él quiere que podamos esperar en él. I like what James chapter 1 verse 19 tells us. Santiago 1.19. Here's some practical counsel from God's word. It says, brothers, take note of this, and sisters. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Tengan presente esto. Todos deben estar listos para escuchar y ser lentos para hablar y para enojarse. And then verse 21 says this. Therefore, Get rid of all the moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent. Por eso despójense de toda inmundicia de la maldad que tanto abunda. Get rid of the noise. The senseless noise of sin. Despójense de la bulla sin sentido que es el pecado. And do what? Humbly accept the word planted in you which can save you. Para que puedan con humildad aceptar la palabra sembrada en ustedes, la cual tiene poder para salvarles la vida. It may seem scary, but being still in God's presence, listening to His Word, is the safest way for us to make our way through the desert of our mind-numbed secular society. Estar quieto en la presencia del Señor es la forma más segura de vivir en esta sociedad secular. Silence can actually be a form of repentance. El silencio es arrepentirse a veces. Being quiet can actually be a way of Demonstrating faith in God. Estar quieto es demostrar la fe en Dios. So here's the invitation that I want to lay out for you. Last week I talked about an invitation through the month of June to be listening every day in audible fashion, to listen to the Bible, to listen to God's Word by reading it aloud or listening to the Bible in audio format. Les di la invitación la semana pasada a escuchar cada día la palabra de Dios en forma audible, leyendo en voz alto o escuchando la Biblia en audio. I want to just add one little thing to that, that as we are listening to God's word every day this month, I want to invite you to just take one minute, just one minute before you start reading, to be still and to be in silence before the Lord. Quiero darles que, eh, invitarles a que saquen un minuto nomás antes de escuchar para estar quietos en la presencia del Señor. Just say, God, I'm here. I want to hear from you and be still. And then listen to the scriptures. Que saquen un minuto en silencio después que escuchen las escrituras. And then pay attention to what begins to happen to that time. Presten atención a lo que pasa con ese tiempo. In repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. En arrepentimiento y la, la calma está su salvación. En la serenidad y la confianza está su fuerza. Let's flee. Let's flee to the silence. Huyamos al silencio. Why? Because the Lord is there. He's waiting for us. 
longing to show us his presence. El Señor está ahí. In fact, that's what I want to do right now. I'm going to invite you to do something scary. Speaking of scary, could you turn this off? Turn it off. Disconnect. And I'm going to pray with us and invite our worship team to come up. And they're going to help us to, they're going to model for us what I'm talking about. That time of silence and then listening to God's word. We're going to have a minute of silence and then a time to listen to God's word. El equipo de adoración nos va a ayudar con un minuto de silencio y después ayudarnos a escuchar la palabra de Dios. So please pray with me. Lord Jesus, um, my prayer is simple. That this week, when I'm tempted to reach for the radio in the car, when I'm tempted to fill some empty spot with the TV on in the background, whatever I want to just run away through noise that somehow I would reach for you instead. Cuando quiero escuchar la radio en algún momento o encender la televisión, que yo tome un minuto para escucharte a ti a cambio de eso. Lord Jesus, you long to be with us. Thank you for the gift of hearing. Help us to enjoy that gift in your presence. Gracias por darnos el regalo de oír. Ayúdanos a aprovecharnos ese regalo en tu presencia. It's in Jesus' name that we ask this. Amen.